Hello and welcome to uh, Cruising Through Doomsday, a podcast about uh, Doctor Who Doomsday, a transmedia experience. I'm Philip Wheeland. My pronouns are he and him. Uh, my name is Georgia Harper. My pronouns are she and her. And yes, the Bastille reference in the title was my idea. Now, our guest tonight is the realisation that we've crammed too much into this week. Um, it's one of my favourite abstract concepts at the moment. We really have crammed too much into this week. Uh, realisation we've crammed too much into this week. How are you doing? I, I don't think abstract concepts can speak. I, I was going to say... Um, I, I was going to invite uh, James Goss himself, but... Uh, uh, we have crammed too much into this week to for me to even remember to do that. So um, uh, you're stuck with us. I'm so sorry. We have uh, we have read the uh, first issue, I guess, of the Doctor Who Doomsday comic, the actual comic, not the uh, uh, Doctor Who magazine supplement. Um, a Doctor in the House. Um, so, how how how's your first impressions of uh, A Doctor in the House, Volume 1? Um, so, my main takeaway, uh, this, uh, it's not very spoilery, it's literally on the cover, this comic series features uh, Missy, and my main takeaway is that it is much more entertaining for having Missy in it. Missy pretending to be Doctor Who off of Doctor Who is an incredible bit, we love to see it. And why don't I just buy comics with Missy in it and listen to Missy extended universe things as opposed to, honestly, a, a, a story that has been much less interesting than Missy so far. Yeah, I was I was going to say after reading after reading uh, this comic, I was like, OK, this is clearly a Missy story that Doom just happens to mm -hmm. be in, and for some reason this is from Doom's point of view. But let's face it, whatever piece of story Missy enters, that's just a Missy story now. Absolutely. Uh, I don't make those rules. Yeah, it, Missy it's makes just the true. rules. We don't make rules. Um, Missy makes the rules. Before we get into the, uh, the grit of the, the nitty-gritty of the story, uh, some of the admin... This is published by Titan Comics. It is number one of uh, a two-part comic series. Uh, this one covers uh, two hours in Doomsday. It covers uh, six, uh, 0600 to 0800. The following comic uh, is out on 23rd of July, follows on directly from this and covers 0900 to... Is it 1000? Is it, is it 1000? I'm not military, I don't know. To 10 o'clock. And um, so, yeah, we will be covering that in the next episode. Cost wise, I purchased a physical copy uh, from uh, Forbidden Planet, which I think was the link um, suggested on the .tv website. Um, there was some sort of subscription deal, but because it was only the two issues, it was a bit confusing. I'm not sure I've done it right. In any case, I was ultimately charged £4.90 for this physical copy, which brings the running total cost of Doomsday to £15.89. It is a little cheaper uh, on Kindle or on digital platforms anyway. Uh, 
um, I paid £2.55. So if you're aiming to do Doomsday on the cheap, uh, well, first of all, I hope you're already subscribed to the Doctor <laughs> Who magazine. Second of all, get the digital copy. Yeah, if you're, if you're aiming to do Doctor Who, if you're aiming to do Doomsday on the cheap, first of all, you have to go back to in time to before Doomsday was announced and subscribe to Doctor Who magazine digitally. Um, but yes, the... Uh, the the digital comic I understand offered a kind of panel by panel view, which was which was quite cool. Yes, uh, I believe this is just a feature within uh, like how comics are published on Kindle. Um, so I'm I'm using ki- the Kindle app on my phone, uh, which does have the panel by panel thing, um, or I can just go page by page. Um, yeah, obviously, if if you want to have the same panel by panel experience uh, with a physical copy, I guess you just have to hold it quite close to your face. Yeah, um, I I'm not gonna do that. I'm I'm just gonna accept that I might perceive multiple panels at once. Um, we should probably talk about the covers. Um, so the cover that I bought is um the the more kind of comic style one um cover a by i hope i'm pronouncing this right pasquale uh Quilano. um there is an alternate cover b um and both do feature in the back of the physical edition um which is um like photographic and features um Suze kempner um they're very similar uh, cover A features this kind of silhouette, comic silhouette of Doom pointing a gun while there are kind of screens around her that all show Missy with different expressions. Um, cover B is Suze Kempner kind of crouching down and looking at something off camera while there are screens behind her showing uh, Michelle Gomez, Missy, um, with different expressions. I really like as well the continuation of... Um, the, the clock in the Doomsday logo is moving uh, to the correct time. So it is 6am and in the preview cover for the next edition, uh, it's in position at 8am. Um, so yeah, that that's all very cool. And technically, depending on which comic you get, Suze Kempner actually gets to be in this kind of. Um, one last thing, one last bit of admin. Um before we move on i'm not sure if this was in the digital edition um there's kind of the credits page uh so this was written by uh jody hauser uh, artist roberta ingranata and um there is a kind of previously um section which introduces it basically explains that the universe of doctor who exists introduces doom missy 12th Doctor and the TARDIS which I find interesting because neither the 12th Doctor nor the TARDIS feature in this story um I'm not sure if that's done because like it is the the done thing and as Missy is in this it's technically a 12th Doctor comic or whether it it is telling us something about the 12th Doctor being the old man uh in our one I'm I'm not sure Mm, yes. Um, certainly, I-, I feel like Missy might have been doing 
Like, she's doing a bit where she pretends to be Doctor Who, right? That's true. Um, That's true. But maybe she is actually doing a bit where she pretends to be the 12th Doctor in, in specific. Yeah, it's kind of not clear. I don't know... I don't know loads about the comics universe. Um, I don't know if maybe it's the done thing that they all have to introduce a Doctor. And as Missy is in this, it is technically part of the 12th Doctor's era. Um, I kind of... My sort of more tinfoil hat theory was that, oh, are they saying that the 12th Doctor is the old man that Doom met and that's why he's relevant? But I feel like it's probably not that because they'd have made it more obvious. I I like the idea of the 12th Doctor being the one that mm. Doom had met previously, um, if only because I quite like the 12th Doctor. <laughs> yeah, um, the other option that I've, I've written down here is it may be indicating that he turns up in part two, uh, but we're not going to know for a few weeks. So this is, um, I counted it out as 22 pages uh, physically, um, which covers two hours of Doom's life and they are kind of one overarching story and that Missy uh, follows through both. So compared to Doctor Who magazine uh, yes. that literally basically gave about half an inch to each hour. This this is a lot more cohesive. There, yes. there's, there's a lot more of a through line here. I Like th- this is, this th- this was one of my original notes is that, hey, Imagine what we could do if we actually had, you know, enough space for each of the stories so we didn't have to jump around so much. Society, if um, the June 2023 issue of Doctor Who magazine came with a 100-page Doom Day supplement and was £50... Well, uh, with the inflation at, at the current rate, that might just be next year. <laughs> Possibly. Um, so yes, another masked ball. Yes, um, interesting. Uh, they they don't really dwell on the fact that um, you know they do briefly mention that this is a similar setting to our one and New Venice, um, but we honestly don't spend that long with Doom before we get to um, truly the main character of Doctor Who. Missy pretending oh, to be yes. Doctor Who off of Doctor Who. I mean, I would, I would first of all, I, I would also like to point out that um, I think the artists on on this really had fun with with both Doom and Missy. Mm. Um, you 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 could see you could see Doom making uh, some some very interesting facial expressions that definitely fit her character as a sort of more comical end of the assassin spectrum. I I feel like this this comic has, you know, they've actually had the space to give her a character, uh, which is nice. That's also true. So, Missy, pretending to be Doctor Who off of Doctor Who is always great. Um, she does she, have the number 12 written, written on her hat. That is a very good, that is a very good spot. Um... Because, yeah, I hadn't spotted that. On my first read, I thought that is a very doctory kind of, you know, hat with a label. Somehow managed to miss the number. Um, hmm. 
So she speaks about lost kittens and or genocide, um, makes a lot of fun facial expressions as she saves our miserable planet. Um, and then we get we get some cat people. Yes. Um, who are going to be important later. Uh, and then um, Missy finds her temporal anomaly, which is doom. And possibly my favourite line of the whole thing, a little birdie told me that you're here... Uh, oh, this is not Doom, sorry. This is another party guest saying to Missy, a little birdie told me that you're here from the Times, to which she replies, I'm from a lot of Times. Perfect. A+. plus. Yep. 10 yep. out of 10. Again, this is, this is a Missy story now. Uh, we, we have left Doomsday and we are now... In the Missy Extended Universe, Population Missy. <laughs> I mean, all of Doctor Who is basically a spin-off within the Missy Extended Universe. Um, yes. Let's face yes, it. Yes, let's face it. <laughs> um, so we then have... Um, we then do return to Doom, uh, who has been sent to this party to assassinate the aforementioned cat people, the Pretty Poor Twins... Um, she very helpfully dumps the entire context uh, for the Pretty Poor t- Twins and the assassination for the benefit of the reader. Um, but what I would say about this kind of exchange is, again, in part because of the extra space, maybe, this is the first time, really, that we get to see Doom do a proper assassination, like, in action fight people win kind of deal yes it's quite well done uh i like the i like the dynamism of uh of the uh of the scene here um very good use of space i like that doom's mask doubles as a sort of throwing star sort of thing um very very cool very sort of James Bond almost. Um mm. I guess that's that's the sort of character they they were going for here. And that was something we mentioned in the the uh discussion on DWM as well. Uh James mm-hmm. Bond came up. So that's you know that's cool. We're getting we're getting something as I said, something resembling a character uh which which is nice. Yes. And it is nice to have, you know, as simplistic as it is, it is nice still to have a female spin on that, um, which I think is still not something we can take for granted. Oh, definitely. So now we have uh, Missy meeting Doom properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Missy is straight into character, talking about how all of this wrongness makes her eyebrows stern and itchy, which is, um, is the Twelfth Doctor bit. Love to that see is, it. That is certainly a twelve doctor bit, yeah. And and then yeah, Doom is is saying that uh, you know obviously she's not buying that Missy is a doctor for for a second. Uh, and then she says, "Shame because if you actually were the doctor, then my search would be over." So yeah, maybe maybe the theory's right. Maybe uh, Doom is actually looking for specifically the twelfth doctor. Possibly. Um, that's an interesting point, actually, because she clearly she clearly does have enough background lore 
Um, we talked a bit last time about her maybe not recognising the TARDIS, but she clearly does have enough background lore to know that this face is is not one of the Doctors. That or it's just that Missy is not very good at pretending to be good, which is kind mm-hmm. of her arc. So there's, there's that as well. Maybe it's not a very believable act, despite the fact that Missy then utters the... I think I've already said my favourite line of the comic, but this is my favourite line of the comic as well. I am easily the most Doctor to ever who. I I have that line highlighted in my notes. It is the best line of uh, Doomsday so far. Uh, I think it's great. I think uh, it's also an extremely messy line. And I have no trouble imagining Michelle Gomez saying Mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. A lot of this. I think maybe that's what brought it to life for me. Doom, obviously at this point, we don't really have anything to go off save a very short trailer. We haven't even heard Suze Kempner really in action in audio yet. Um, So, you know, we're really just going from images and, and words on a page. Whereas obviously with Missy, we have this very long-standing character um in the main television series um michelle gomez is obviously amazing um and i don't know if that is why she just feels more alive on the page um i'm i'm not sure yeah well to be fair i think when when you're in a story with such a strong character as missy uh it I think they're definitely going to steal the show a little bit. I mm-hmm. I could definitely imagine this like even with with someone who's not as as much of a you know fan favorite um but still an established character from from the show um you would still be like hey it's it's the person we like to see and also dooms in this. I I think there might be something to that. But certainly the fact that it is Missy, uh, mm-hmm. such an iconic character, I think that's that's what really makes it the Missy story where Doom's also in it. So we now are moving on as Doom's time is up. Missy, uh, being Missy, manages to sneak through as well uh, into hour seven, um, where could it be? an actual story at Stormcage, the one we were promised last month. I know, right? Um, I really like, before we move on um, properly, I do really like the uh, transition um, blocks that are like the messages from Terry. Um, obviously, this whole... The whole setup of Doomsday is based around the fact that she's just given these assignments on a vortex manipulator and has to hope for the best. And it's really nice to almost see that in text. Yes, I quite like that. Um, so at this point, Doom is back in Stormcage, uh, trying to um prevent somebody from to quote do a doing a capitalism i love that this is a line that you can read in a comic today um yes i i I think i think it's uh it's almost scary to see that this sort of millennial gen z dialect has made it to published print media 
Um, uh, look, the English language is an evolving art form, and uh, we have to accept certain things moving on up in stature away from the internet and into... Um, I was going to say a series story, but it, it's a doomsday comic. Uh, I so, mean, look, you know. this is, you know, we have to accept in order to get the sheer beauty that is I am the most doctor to ever whom, we have yes. to accept the dewa capitalism line. Um, I still think it's a, it's a good line. It's just kind of a bit <laughs> shocking in, I guess, yeah, a good way to, it, to it, see... To see that sort of term of phrase used uh, in in a in a comic. Honestly, and- it made me feel old because it's like, oh, all these like cool internet phrases that I use because I'm young and cool on the internet are actually like appearing in print because the generation that uh, use those young and cool on the internet phrases are now writing for Titan Comics. Um, yes. So I think it's that. <laughs> I do think is that what, what do you what do you think uh, the 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 guy was watching on his TV um, and commenting about mental capacity uh, far su- surpassing that of any bird? Honestly, I'm just looking back to that now, and I think initially I assumed it would be explained later, uh, and it never was. I, I thought he was watching uh, a panel show hosted by Boris Johnson. <laughs> Truly enough to, to um, drive anyone to madness. Um, so, essentially, we have this exchange where Doom is trying to convince um, this, I think, unnamed alien receptionist. Oh, ad- Administrator Sire. There, there, there they are. Mm-hmm. Doom has to convince them that there is a traitor in their midst and then Missy shows up and is trying to convince them that she is Doctor Who off of Doctor Who and you should believe her. Um, so that's, you know, it's clear that Missy is trying to pull a fast one on Storm Cage and has been for a while by pretending to be Doctor Who off of Doctor Who. That is a very sort of messy type plot right mm-hmm. obviously we've we've seen we've seen different incarnations of uh, of messy and and the master as well um they would have definitely wanted to pull something like that um i think it does work really well with messy in particular mm-hmm. i mean the master obviously has a um generally has a penchant for being in ludicrous disguises. Um, so why not make that ludicrous disguise Doctor Who off of Doctor Who? Exactly. So, yeah, there's this kind of exchange around the Doctor's identification, um, which obviously they don't um, they don't have. Um, there's a kind of... There's a joke around where Missy says... Of course I have identification. I enter a room and say I'm Doctor Who. There you go, Bob's your uncle. To which Administrator Sire responds, Bob's my aunt, actually. And I I, I, I couldn't work out whether that was like an attempt at a transphobic joke or something around 
aliens not understanding gender or having different naming conventions. I, I wasn't really sure where that was going and it made me feel a bit... Uh. I don't know. I, I'm, I, 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 was, I was feeling a, a lot more charitable reading that line. I, I think it was definitely like this particular alien being like, but, but Bob's a girl's name. For, yeah. Because for, for, for him, it might as well be. Yeah. Yeah, it was just something that, um, again, it was in my notes, is just, huh, I'm not sure where that line's going. So, Doom. Initially appearing to do an assassination, um, but what is actually clear from this is that she is um, basically killing outside of the V-Mit now. Um, which is which is interesting. Um, this um, she uses this alien to basically get the name, and then says, "Well, you're further down the list, but I'm already here." So, which yeah, which is hmm. interesting. I don't know. I don't know if there's a really much difference morally between killing for a job. And killing because it killing because you want to, or killing because you will need to later anyway for your job, but it's not technically within the remit of your job right now. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a speed running tactic. She's uh, she's sequence breaking her main quest. She she's doing this so that we don't have to buy a t shirt with this alien on it that contains yes. exclusive law about how they died. And um, for that, I am grateful. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, we, we do we do have a great uh, we do have a great one liner. Um, might have overcharged for that one mm-hmm. while she uh, kills this alien by literally overcharging the uh, I guess like energy field cell door. Um, I, I I quite like that. Again, it is it is very James Bond. I like that this this side of of Doom is coming out in in this comic. Um, so she does that as a sort of you know she's just kind of passing by on her way to uh, to see uh, Jack. So an alien that looks like some kind of a weird bird thing with with. Monocle glasses, I think it's like glasses. Yeah, you can glasses, see it. Yeah. You can see it more sort clearly of, on the kind of type glasses. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can see it more clearly on the um, in the physical co- comic. It's the second panel yeah, from it's, bottom. It's, it's like, glasses. It's like it's like some kind of a weird alien bird Teddy Roosevelt face. Look, I like I am that. Here, I like that design. I am here for any and all burbs, um, particularly <laughs> talking burbs. In Even the evil ones. Uh, well, this this particular evil talking bub does does get their comeuppance. So you know, I think I think that's fine. That's good. That's good. Um, and then again, we get a great one liner for Missy. Murder most foul. F O W L. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> um, and then. Yeah, that's that's kind of uh, that's kind of the end. There's some more jokes about paperwork, and yeah, we leave with Doom having been zapped off to her next assignment, and Missy 
going where, where were you we're not we're not finished yet um obviously she will be continuing um into uh the second and final part of of this comic story um the comic yes. uh sorry the cover for the uh next story or at least the, the comic style cover is in the back uh of the physical coffee and it shows Doom and Missy sat down for tea, kind of looking awkwardly at each other. A mirror shows Missy with a knife behind her back. Doom is pouring tea from a TARDIS-shaped teapot. There is a canine cookie and a Cyberman cookie, and I'm I'm here for that. Also some poison. Um, I, so, I, yeah. I really love that cover. I, I think it's a, it's a great image. Um, uh, I, I definitely like the idea of... of, of uh, some of the two most murderous characters in Doctor Who having a nice chat with with some tea and possibly trying to kill each other. That's that's true. We're um, you know, I've been thinking about this as kind of oh, Missy, you know, the evil master is coming to wreak havoc, but like Doom is not exactly the picture of a morally upstanding citizen herself, right? No. They prob- probably got on very, very well. <laughs> I I honestly think that, you know, if 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 Missy hasn't uh, if Missy hadn't put Doom off by pretending to be Doctor Who I, I think in another in another uh, scenario, they they really would have gotten on quite well. Um, either that, or uh, Missy has definitely used the services of the Lesser Order of Oberon <laughs> and put in some hits that she didn't quite fancy doing herself. <laughs> uh, well, the blurb uh, in this next issue tra- well, t- trailer, it's a, a page. This next issue ad. Um, does read Missy is in hot pursuit of doom with the body count piling up the pair must decide whether to team up or have one final face off Um, so that is quite ambiguous and yeah this what I like about this I guess is obviously you've got this overarching arc of doom and her terrible day but the titan comics in particular feel like it's more of a coherent story so I'm like oh I actually can't wait to find out what happens next as opposed to like and in the next thing doom goes to next location which will be i think the case for most of these transitions yes because let's face it if, if you have like multiple different stories happening in multiple different pieces of media that's kind of really the only transition that you can do this is actually something that has me worried for the phone game because mm-hmm. the cutscenes in the phone game are gated behind progression and for for a lot of the events, progression is unfortunately gated behind spending real money because it's a phone game and they all do that these days. <laughs> we, we please, 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 I know there's a, a rant of, about Lost in Time inside you that has been bursting to get out <laughs> for several weeks, but... Please keep it for the podcast. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah that that um, is that is coming. We have um we we've have a kind of vague rule since we've been doing the podcast around like obviously we're going through the doomsday media, uh, and we have been trying not to really talk about it with each other that much, um, so that you know we can talk about it on the podcast. 
the exception to this has been Doctor Who Lost in Time, which, despite not getting into Doomsday yet, has been a, a feature of our daily conversations for for some time now. It's it's going to have to be a three hour podcast oh, yeah. where we ran. Oh yeah, um, it's 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 got like it's going to be one of those podcasts where we either get everything out of the way and then review whatever meager screenshots we could get from the game uh, for for whatever kind of story we can find in there. Or it's going to be the sort of thing where, you know, we we just talk about something else entirely because I, I, I've, I've played through a couple of, of the events in that game. There isn't really that much to go on there. I'm a little mm. worried about what we're going to talk about in the second episode on the phone game, because in the first episode of the phone game, we can can talk about the phone game in the second episode of the phone game. Well, we will have already talked about the phone game. I mean, at this rate, we will have already talked about the phone game before we get to the first episode of the phone game as well. That is um, true. So before that, that is true. um... We've got one more episode before the phone game, uh, which will be uh, part two of the Titan comic um, series, uh, which immediately follows this one. The series as a whole is called A Doctor in the House, and there will be a um, like a, a compilation of both comics uh, will be released as a single entity later in the year. I think it's like October after the Doomsday series itself has finished. Um, so you can wait and get your highs on that. Amazon has the pre-orders as uh, sort of late November. So that's, I think that's kind of that sort of time frame you can you can expect for this October, November. Just just in time for Christmas, um, if you want to know what Doom was doing for four hours that have Missy in it and are therefore probably more interesting than all the rest of it combined. So I'll, I'll tell you this, it definitely got me tempted to get into more like Missy comics and, and possibly Missy audios from, from Big Finish as well. Yeah, this honestly feels like more of an advert for Missy's extended universe uh, media, which, again, not super my area, but I know it is. Uh, she's pretty prolific already. Um, this honestly felt like more of an advert for Missy extended media than for the rest of Doomsday. To, yes. to be honest um my main takeaway is wow i'm enjoying this one so much more because it has this other character in it um so Indeed. yes the next um doomsday thing will be the second part of this comic it is on sale 23rd of july this podcast will probably be out a week or so later because we will again be joined by the realization that we're cramming too much in um so, yeah, that's that's kind of that. And then after that, there will be the phone, uh, the Lost in Time uh, event at some undefined point between 23rd of July and I think 10th of August, which is when the novel's out. So yes. that's the time frame. I am so grateful that there is a clear time frame and I don't have to do all of the Time Lord Victorious uh, trying to piece things together with diagrams nonsense. Again, again, um, Time Lord Victorious is uh, is definitely the benchmark of just how complicated things could be, and I think 
it was made specifically to make this seem simple. It already isn't because it's spanning multiple different platforms and, and pieces of me media, uh, but compared to Time Lord Victorious, where you had to buy a t-shirt, you had to go to like a immersive theatre production that's no longer running. It was um, barely running when it was running. That um, is true. It like was between, flooded half between, the time. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it opened, and then we were obviously in the COVID nineteen lockdowns. Um, essentially, from my perspective, by the time I was in a position to even consider going, it was suddenly closing. Um, and for most of the time, it was open. It was flooded. They did not have. They did not have no. good luck. Um, I heard really no. good things about it, but yes, unfortunately, I was not around during one of the five second windows that it was open um yeah it's uh it's certainly um put it this way i hope they can run it or something similar to it again um i feel like doing it in literally mayfair um the the most monopoly location <laughs> in london of all locations in london um that might have driven up some of their uh, some of their costs. I could definitely see them reopening in in somewhere like Manchester, maybe. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah, no, I think I think there were around the time of the closure, there were rumours of kind of a regional tour um, that don't seem to have happened yet. No. Um, obviously, we continue to be in a perma crisis that's probably affecting things um as well but is this the fault of cross chorbnil yes everything <laughs> is the fault of cross chorbnil <laughs> the fact that the webex call has been cutting out is because cross chorbnil is sabotaging uh the call because he wants to wreck on missy's existence and that means includes us talking about missy um we're being redacted by cross chorbnil <laughs> Cross Chorbnil, how dare. It's okay, though. <laughs> um, Russell T. Davies is going to come along and single-handedly uh, put Time Fracture back um, yes. and lower he's, the cost he's only... of, lower the cost of Doctor Who magazine. He, he's only going to write good episodes. He's not going to write any of the bad episodes. Nope. Um... He's, he's going to uh, spend his entire night on Twitter and Blue Sky and whatever social media platform we'll have launched by then promoting the episode. It's going to be great. Yeah, he's, he's going to... Um, I'm, I'm sure that all, all of the totally not sexist fans who suddenly became really disillusioned when Jodie Whittaker actually started aren't also going to be not totally racist, but become disillusioned as soon as Judy Gatwa actually starts. Because um, mm. RTD has solved all of that. He's solved... There's no um, discrimination or bias anywhere in the world anymore. No, All thanks all. to Russell T. Davies. Um, all right. I, I think we've, uh, we've veered sufficiently yeah. off topic. Georgia, do you have anything <laughs> to plug? Um, do I have anything to plug? Uh, I am Mind the Flap on all the socials, and I mean all of them. I am on Mastodon, I am on Blue Sky, I am on Threads, and I hate them all. 
Um, but uh, no, I am uh, Mind the Flap on most socials. Uh, I have a blog which is mindtheflap.wordpress.com where I, I did actually post there about um, going to a muse gig whilst autistic, which has nothing mm. to do with the topic of this podcast, but uh, you know. It exists, and I'll try and remember to blog more in future. Uh, what about you? Uh, so I am at Minkowski on Twitter. I am FTW on Blue Sky and Mastodon. Um, I am kind of slowly migrating my posting activity to Blue Sky. And I am also Philip Wheeland on Spotify. Um, check us out. Uh, Georgia and I are, are putting out uh, songs every now and then uh, we'll let you know when there's a new one out. Uh, Philip also did the music uh, for this podcast. Indeed um, alright and uh, with that I believe um, we have uh, we have covered the uh, A Doctor in a House Volume 1 comic of Doctor Who Doomsday we'll see you in the next one see you later. Bye.